Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Say what? That's right. Red Reaction Time, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock every Monday night, 610 Sports Radio. 913-586-7610. Not my show, it's yours. Nick Price with me once again, as a always, always here. I know it's been some time. Yet Thursday night, probably got a little loose on Friday. Sure did. Maybe a little hungover. Sure maybe, did. Maybe a little bit, you know, cloud nine-ish feelings. Oh, we've the Chargers have lost, beat Arizona. Now all of a sudden you look at it and you, you think to yourself, okay, where can we go from here? 913-586-7610. Not my show, it's yours. Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio. Look, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Right now, if you want to look at it from a casino standpoint, house money, right? I think there's a lot of people who probably said, hey, you know, 2-0 is not a stretch. I think 2-0 is... I think two and is doable, and then you you go from there, and you know you look at it from from that standpoint, and you you look at the rest of the schedule. The beautiful thing about the NFL is, week by week, answers get more and more clear about maybe where people are. Remember about seven weeks ago, schedules get released. And everybody is just chomping at the bit to give off the hot take of, my God, this is the hardest Chiefs schedule I've ever seen. Indianapolis is supposed to win the South. I don't know who's winning the South now. Take Jacksonville for a future. Tennessee's about to get the bricks beaten off them by Buffalo. It's 17-0. The second half is just starting. Tennessee elects to kick to start the game. That went well. But tonight, we're going to give you, obviously, the chance to give off your your Chiefs takes because, you know, you don't get a lot of chances to call during the week. You don't get a lot of chances to call unless it's the AP, the Arrowhead Pride postgame show with Jay Binkley, whether it's whatever it may be at night or Sundays with me. But Monday night, you're always going to get a chance. And there's a lot to talk about because... The game Sunday's at noon. That's one of six games this year at noon. That's going to be nice to actually have a game at that time period. But again, this is the Red Reaction Show, 913-586-7610. Dusty Lag is with you. Nick Price with you here on 610 Sports Radio as we are every single Monday following a Chiefs game. Again, I know it's been Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Sunday was wild, and there were a lot of answers that were given to a lot of viewers 
on Sunday. Denver sucks. The Raiders, I don't know what's going on with, with Vegas. They get figured out in about one half. Derek Carr, seemed, I guess, just forgot Devontae Adams was on the field. Hunter Renfro, two fumbles back-to-back. One of them cost Oof. him the game. Yeah. Brutal. Chargers, we're going to see how they can go with Justin Herbert. I guess he's not going to miss any games. Stud. Nothing but respect. But again, Red Reaction Show. Go ahead, Batman. Take it away. I'm here. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? What? You know, it's the Batman. Yeah, go ahead, man. You're on the air. The deal of it is, is that uh, I only the only person in the world that I would ask to explain to, to me what happened to Willie Gay Jr. would be you. But other than that, uh, how do you like our team now? I was trying to tell you this team's better than us. It's actually better than last year. It's, just, it's one of the best teams that we've put out there. And I don't think he's seen nothing yet. You know that uh, the coach ain't selling all the stuff that we've got. We've just got so many weapons that uh, we're going to have fun. Where we're, we're taking this all the way to the parade. You know, the only thing that didn't happen was the parade last year. We got to do that this year, and that's all the Batman's got this time, man. I listen to you. Thanks. Thank you, Batman, for the phone call. Sorry to cut you off too early. Uh, I'm going to get into Willie Gay. That'll be that'll be the second. We'll get into that after the phone calls. Clear the air. Kind of talk about what the weekend means, what the rest of this, what the season means, and what that Chargers game means. Because there is still a little bit of, of crumbs left on the plate, uh, left over from Thursday night's game that we'll get into. Dan and KCK, uh, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, hey, Dusty. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Uh, it was a great game. It was the Watson show. Uh, Justin Watson with the touchdown, and Jalen Watson with the biggest, biggest play of the night, 99 yards. And, uh, and, and Clyde Rose, we had a good game, 34 yards, and McKenna with a touchdown. I don't know what was worse yesterday. I was watching all the games. I don't know. It was, uh, Brown, uh, Brown's uh, meltdown in Cleveland with, the, with no timeouts, and Jets let them, let them come back. Or, the, you know, the Broncos won the worst coaching job by Nathaniel Hackett. If they, it keeps that up. Uh, the Chiefs will blow them out of the water. Take care of yourself, guys. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call, Dan. Again, 913-586-7610. Red Reaction Show. Not our show. It's yours. Monday night, 610 Sports Radio here on 610. Uh, all night. Uh, well, not all night. I got till 9 o'clock. You got two games on tonight. This is a very good Monday night football matchup. 17-7, Buffalo, Tennessee. 7-0, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Could have in the NFC. Could be, a, uh, could be an NFC championship preview. Um, AFC side, not so much. I think the window for Tennessee is is all but done. I think Buffalo is is one and two. With like, and that's one thing we have to we have to kind of get through. Um, is uh, we got to get to Buffalo and Kansas City just being the one in the two seed. That's what we need to. That's what we need to have happen. Yeah, destiny. Like we need this AFC title game. Mm. Non sports related breaking news: The text line has given us a hot take. It's champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. Thank you. Thank you, 816. I appreciate that. Never do that. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that they're here for us, just like we're here for them. So let's talk about a little bit before we get to the phone lines. Let's talk about what Thursday means. Because to me, Thursday kind of meant that the Chargers and the Chiefs, like that, that is your rival. Like that is moving forward. That is it. And I was on uh, Fesco's roundtable Friday morning with Carrington, and he made the point. He's like, "That's that's where we're at. Like the next five to seven years, you're getting Herbert versus Mahomes. You're getting Chargers Chiefs twice a year. 
I get it. Buffalo's nice, but Buffalo's kind of outside of the first layer. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later tonight too, that, that the chiefs are doing what they do every single year. And maybe eventually we'll get to a point where people are done questioning the process. People are done questioning Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes and that duo every single year, because it does get kind of tiresome. It does get to the point where it's like, I really like Denver this year. Why? Why do you like Denver? It's like, I'm just trying to say things because I want to get reactions, which is fine. I mean, that's it. But I don't know. I, I can't. That's not fair for me to say that, though, because that's not that's not what is legitimately, I think, what they're doing. I think what they're doing is that they're trying to I mean, they're not trying they're to make trying a hot to be take. different, you know, but I they're think, not. I think for the most part, there's no research it, into that take. No, but you see it all the time. Like you saw it in the NBA with the Golden State run and all of that. You see it in other sports, too. But when a team is so dominant over a certain stretch of time, they got to find somebody else but they to didn't, talk about. But the thing is, it's, it's, that's not entirely true because they did. They don't do that with the Lakers when they're in their primes. They didn't do that when they were like, do they still have Phil Jackson and Kobe? Yes. No one went against the Lakers. Right. And when it was New England and Tom and Bill, every single year, I know this because I'm addicted to sports, and I always watched like preseason football. I always watched ESPN. I always watched the NFL Network. And every single year, it was always the same. Does New England have Tom and Bill? Yes. Okay, well, then that's my AFC favorite. And now a team like Buffalo, who I understand, best roster in the NFL. I get it. But also it's like, why is Buffalo all of a sudden better than Kansas City? Like, Buffalo lost two of their receivers. They lost Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, right? Is is Gabriel Davis better than those two guys combined? Most likely. Already hurt. But Buffalo's better than Kansas City already this year. Kansas City still has Andy Reid, still has Travis Kelsey, still has Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes just turned 27 on Saturday. Travis Kelsey just turned 32. Andy Reid has finally figured out the league. But yet, here we are. Every year, we try to go somewhere different. And yet here we are, Chiefs 2-0. They're the best team in the AFC West, which was supposed to be the toughest division in the league. And now Denver's completely lost. The Chargers have tiebreaker uh, no longer over the Chiefs. And the Raiders are 0-2. And they had one of the worst losses on Sunday. A team that the Chiefs blew out. Wasn't even close. And yet the Raiders got figured out again. The Raiders scored 19 points in their first matchup. They didn't get over 30 in their second matchup. And me included thought that these were going to be the answers to the offense in the Raiders. And it seems like what's getting figured out is that the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos just don't seem to have the level of experience or the readiness that the Chiefs have this year. And, and Nick, I'll let you go. But like the thing is, is that I look at these Chiefs play every single week. And it started in preseason, but preseason was too early to say anything. Week two of preseason, still too early. But yet every single time, feel on their on their side that they've got everything more advanced than anyone. Like the Chiefs look three to four weeks more advanced than anybody else in the NFL, not counting the Buffalo Bills. Well, I think that a big part of it, too, is that people are looking at this from the standpoint of the Chiefs are what the Chiefs are, which is a great offense and you know, they've got Mahomes, they got Andy Reid, you know, they lost Tyreek Hill, all of that. But they're also forgetting that not only are these other teams adjusting to what the Chiefs are doing, the Chiefs are adjusting from a roster standpoint, game strategy standpoint, to what other teams are doing to them. And we talked about it after the first game, you know, about how 
they were just able to spread the ball around so much and make it look easy because they got 10 different guys that they throw to now instead of five. And the big thing, my big takeaway from Thursday night's game was the defense. I mean, the defense won that game for them. I mean, if you if you don't get that 99-yard interception return, Chargers win that game. I mean, maybe not. You know, you can never say that when 15 is your quarterback, but things weren't looking good for the offense. I mean, there were a few times where I was like, what? I've never seen, you know, Mahomes throw a ball like that, that it didn't seem like anybody was around. And, you know, things weren't clicking. They made enough plays in the end to end up winning that game. But overall, I mean, nobody really factored in the fact that, hey, maybe this new young defense that the Chiefs have dumped a bunch of draft capital into Uh and spent a lot of time rebuilding, maybe that's going to be a bigger factor than what people thought. We'll find out. We got a topic on that as well because I think it's a scary Halloween costume for Patrick Mahomes if he finally has a defense. By the way, Jalen Hurts, 10 of 10, 154, two touchdowns. Pretty good. Yeah, he's going to be all right. Big T, final segment. Go ahead. Take it away for the first segment. Go ahead, man. Hey, 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 uh, Dustman and, and Nick, thanks for taking my call. So I've said it before, I'll say it again. Our trigger man's the best in the league. You saw those arm angles. It's not, it's not uh, Rainbow Sherbert or Justin uh, or, or Allen. No, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes, baby. Our running game, fantastic. If you saw that game, it was physical on both sides. Our, you saw what our defense did to that quarterback. Also, a couple offensive linemen went out, too. And then, you know, uh, Jalen Watson, the backstory on him, you know, growing up in Augusta, Georgia, uh, going to that uh, junior college, and then uh, going to Washington State and then getting the call in the seventh round from the Chiefs, working his tail off and being motivated and determined all summer, makes the team, gets the call. And, and, you know, little did he realize that that experience at Wendy's would pay off. That was a cold-blooded, frosty move when he stepped in front of that wide receiver and picked off Rainbow Sherbet and took it back 99 yards for a, for a back-breaking Momentum crushing score. That was a pressure pressurized situation. That was huge by that young man. And to celebrate, the next day I went to Wendy's and got me a frosty. Mm. It was it, we love frosties. It was smooth. It was cool. Strawberry was or chocolate? Sweet. Just like I got me a chocolate one, mm. baby. Just it, it, just for Jalen Watson, and, and, and it was smooth, cool, and tasty and sweet. Just like that interception. Way to go, Jalen Frosty Watson. Let's go out and kick some Indianapolis Colts asses. And as always, let's go Chiefs. Choo-choo! Choo-choo-choo! My guy. My guy. We got to take a break. Your phone calls can continue as long as they want. Uh, Buffalo has officially done it uh, for for that game. It is now 23-7, to extra point pending after a 46-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. Good night, Tennessee. Um, we come back. We got to talk about that scary Halloween costume that is a defense for one Patrick Mahomes. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. Nick Price.
Welcome back into Red Reaction Show, 913-586-7610. Text line available for you as well. Batman on the text line, Werewolf, did you see that Eagles fan with the flapping wings on its hat? No, I didn't. Saw that guy that uh, painted himself like the Hulk except for his face, though. You know why? Yeah, he's got work in the morning. Yes, he does. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't wear a white shirt. It's got to be like a Zoom meeting then, right? Because like the rest of his body was green. Yeah, his hands, right? Yeah. Nah, not good. Either go all out or you don't go out at all. Dusty Likens, that other voice, Nick Price, Red Reaction Show, 610 Sports Radio. It's not our show. 3586-7610. Same number as the text line. Choo-choo, choo-choo. Big T getting it, no doubt. No doubt about it. Big T's been bannered. Like he's uh he's he's on here for life. He's in the he's in the Red Reaction Hall of Fame. So is Dan and KCK. Only two members. I mean, the Batman leads off the show every week. Batman's in it, too. That's my fault. Yeah. Batman, Danny KCK, and Big T. Remember that one time he was like, sorry, I'm late. I was yeah. fighting crime. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of the better drops we've had from a guest. Gino and OP, go ahead, man. You're on the show. Okay, well, I heard some people talking about uh, ice cream on the show. That's what right. they call him Frosty Watson. Yeah, he well, said he got he said he got I, a frosty because of Jay, because of Jalen Watson's interception. And he said chocolate, and I I had to let him go with that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I just went to Baskin Robbins. And they got a new flavor there, and so I, I got it. It was really good. It was it was black and blue Herbert. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, Gino. Thanks for the phone call. Damn it. Oh my. I literally like had back pain after watching him get hit on Thursday night because I knew exactly where. Because if you ever done like a front flip on a trampoline, you went too far and you, like you hit the bar mm-hmm. set right here. Except it wasn't a grown ass man's helmet, uh, Mike Dan. It, it it was it was the bar that hit me. And when I got up, I just like couldn't breathe. And so like I just only could imagine what the pain level was when that happened. And then he just delivered a piss missile for a touchdown on like one rib after not being able to run two yards because he couldn't breathe. Good for him. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Yeah, but he lost. Um, And part of the reason that he lost is because that game was different than other games in the past. And I talked about this on Sunday. If you missed the show, damn you. Uh, There's a podcast you can go listen to. It's after hours. Once the Royals are done, we'll get into a little bit more of a groove. Um, Won't have it this Sunday because of the... uh, the Chiefs game starting at at noon, so you'll get the the three hour pregame coverage on here, uh, simulcast with our sister station 106.5 The Wolf. So you'll get Mitch and you'll get Dana, you'll get you'll get Dana and Mitch and you'll get Josh Klingler of Fesco in the morning as the Chiefs sideline reporter. But I think the thing that's interesting that's making this year a little bit different that maybe he's not getting enough recognition, and, and we're going to see what this team looks like this week without Willie Gay. Which let's have a little bit of a side conversation real quick about Willie Gay. This is kind of frustrating to me. And I know that this can get me in hot water because I don't know how the NFL does things. And I was, I was listening to Nate Taylor ahead of time uh, waiting to get in here with Carrington Harrison. And this is kind of the thing that's discouraging and social media is also kind of in on this too, but I don't want to sound total chiefs bias. But what I find interesting is that Deshaun Watson, who has what he had of an offseason, right, in the in the previous offseason with the 20-plus sexual misconduct cases, is originally suspended six games. 
DeAndre Hopkins, who injected himself with, like, badger tranquilizer. I'm not making that up. If you think I am, go look it up. Go look at why DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Just Google search. Why is DeAndre Hopkins suspended for the 2022 NFL season? It'll tell you. And he gets four games, right, for cheating, injecting your body with a with a tranquilizer. Four games. Now, I am in no way, shape, or form anywhere around the world advocating for domestic violence. I hate it. It happened in my family. I don't like it. I stay away from it. I normally don't talk about it. But if you're ever going to get in yourself, if you're ever going to get yourself in that situation, whatever you do, don't hit the other human. Hit a wall. Hit a door frame. Get out of the room. Punch a tree. Punch yourself. Broke a vacuum, broke a door frame, probably punched the wall. Police get called. Four-game suspension. This happened in January. Why was the suspension not handed out at the beginning of the year? Either way, Willie Gay is not appealing the suspension. Willie Gay is not going to challenge this. He is missing four games. He's missing the Colts game, the Raiders game, the Bucks game, and the Bills game. Those are the next four games. Missing all four of those. And Willie Gay's had a really good season. Back to the defense. I think Nick Bolton has taken the next step, which is impressive. I think seeing him all over the field, 32, watching him fly around. Chris Jones is now better because he has a better supporting cast. George Karloftis is now plus 700, the second highest odds to win defensive rookie of the year because of what he's shown in two weeks. They'll get Trent McDuffie back in four weeks. Justin Reed is consistently out there laying the wood. He seems like a kind of guy that when he plays football is a red ass. And this defense seems to be playing just a, just a little filthy, just a little nasty. Eventually, he gets to big-time nasty. But the scariest thing in the world in the NFL is if Patrick Mahomes has a top-10 defense. And if he can get to a top-5, cover your eyes. You don't want to see what's going to happen to the rest of the league. And the reason that I would say that, the reason that I would I would say that it's scary for the rest of the league is because I think that Patrick Mahomes is good for three touchdowns every single week. And if your defense can consistently only allow 17 points, they outscored the chargers in the fourth quarter, 13 to seven. They gave up seven points every quarter to the chargers. The last touchdown, I'll give you credit. It was a nice touchdown because of the situation that Herbert was in. It was a garbage time touchdown. If you ask me just because of time, it was a backdoor cover. It helped a lot of people that bet that. And in the previous game, they had given up seven points until the fourth quarter, and the last two touchdowns were 100% garbage time touchdowns because Chad Henney made an appearance in week one because of the defense. And where the defense stuck out to me in this last game, maybe you can rewind the clocks in your own mind and go back to when Justin Herbert was in his own end zone and first pass he tried to get around Karloftis and Karloftis batted down with his elbow. And then the very next play, he did the same thing, and Willie Gay tipped it with his hand as if he was trying to get it around and just try to get a completion. And if you go back to last year, Justin Herbert had all the time in the world against Kansas City in that home game at Arrowhead, GHA Field Arrowhead Stadium, and he had all the time in the world to do it. And he was much better. And in this game, second-half adjustments that continue to be made by Spagnolo. 
continue to put this team in the right direction. If Mahomes can go out there and control the clock, get a score, and 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 just consistently be able to be good for three touchdowns, and the defense do their job every single week, you have a very, 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 very Scott, very, very scary costume in the NFL. My thing about the defense from Thursday night's game is not even the pick six or, you know, like the big the big plays that you think about. My thing is watching that game, I was out at Arrowhead and you could tell the offense wasn't clicking the way it normally is. And it seemed like out of the gate, like, what are we going to do about Mike Williams? And, you know, this Chargers offense is just rolling down the field. The biggest thing for me is they were able to get a bunch of stops in the middle of the game to where it gave the opportunity back to the offense to where now the offense isn't down 20 or, you know, down multiple scores, trying to claw its way back and be overly aggressive. They were able to kind of take what they got from the chargers defense, as opposed to having to press all the time. And I think that's, that's one word that we used a lot of the time last year early on was we were like, Hey, this offense is pressing. Mahomes is pressing. And if this defense is able to keep games just tighter than all these big time comebacks, I mean, the big time comebacks are fun. They're awesome to watch. They're awesome to talk about after the chiefs pull them off. But if they're able to keep these games tighter, when the offense is having its struggles, then I, I really, I really think that this chiefs team has the opportunity to be even better than the past few years that we've seen, because they're not going to be coming back from down 21 or, you know, a stagnant first half. And then you've got to put a miracle third quarter together just to make it a game. Like they're going to be in the game the entire time. And then when you hit those big plays, like Mahomes did to Watson later in the game and stuff like that, that ends up flipping the game in your favor. I mean, that was one of the better, I want to say like complete game, like complete team wins that I've seen in a while from this team. But really, I mean, that's one of the first games that I've seen the defense go out and really take charge and take hold. And the momentum of the game was really based off of how the defense was playing. It wasn't how the offense was playing. And we don't see that very often. Yeah, the very beginning of the game was kind of suspect because of the play calling. It was just they wanted to run the ball. They wanted to keep those edge rushers, I think, consistently honest. Uh, and Joey Bosa, kind of dirty. Didn't like that. Didn't like the way he played. But that game's over. We have the Colts coming up on the schedule. Chiefs versus Colts this Sunday at noon. Um, speaking of that game, it's a little less worrisome now after seeing the last two things. But again, they do have Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they have a decent defense, at least we thought. We get into that, plus what the rest of the AFC mess was this past weekend and what it means moving forward. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in on Red Reaction Show, 913-586-7610. Not our show, it's yours. Nick Price, Dusty Likens, Jay Southland, Toast Service text line. Also available to you, 913-586-7610. Um, so Tennessee's done, right? 
Oh, yeah. They're just getting absolutely waxed. That's the thing about the NFL this year is I feel like there's only a couple teams that are truly elite, and then everybody else is just in the middle. Yeah, I think right now in the AOC, it's it's clearly Buffalo and Kansas City. Now, we've only seen... Right. Um, we've only I seen... I think the Chargers are Two close. games. Yeah, but I mean, even still, like... But the, then I think there's a big drop-off. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Miami's good. Miami's good, but... I think Miami's just figured it out. I think, also, I don't, I don't really believe in Baltimore, too. So, you know, let's see. Yeah. Patriots aren't good. Again, it's two weeks. I don't know. Like, I I was super impressed with what Miami did last week. Don't yeah. get me wrong. That, that's awesome. But I got to see it a little bit more. Now, if they give the Bills a tough game this week, I'll start believing yeah. I in think the tool hype and everything. I mean, Buffalo played the Rams on Monday night or Thursday night last week to see basically the first game of the year and the Rams look so out of place. The Rams almost like blew it to the Falcons. I don't think the Rams look very no. good at all. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, I the think there's only, are, the there's only a few the teams. Last year completely hung over to start this year. I think the best two teams in the NFL are the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, I mean, their power rankings one and two last week. They'll continue to be power rankings one and two this week. I think it'll still be Buffalo number one. Chiefs will be number two. Somehow Tampa Bay is going to hang around and probably be three. Um, Philadelphia will probably be four if they keep up what they're doing. I mean, they they seem to be having all the control they need against uh, Minnesota so far. I mean, again, Jalen Hurts started the game 10 for 10 for 154 and two touchdowns. They're up 14 to seven with 320 left in that first half. Buffalo is completely controlled of this game from the jump. Um, in fact, Tennessee made Buffalo punt for the first time this season and like, and the first time in like six games and Tennessee muffed the punt. So, but you look at the AFC West first and then we'll expand the AFC West was supposed to be, again, I get it, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not jumping to conclusions. I'm not rose colored glasses. I'm just, I'm looking at it from what I've seen in two weeks in the NFL. It is a week by week judgment. If you don't believe me, just watch every sports show. Listen to every sports talk show host. Every single week we judge the NFL. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not want to listen. If I was a Cincinnati Bengals fan, I would not want to listen to sports radio talk in Cincinnati. Because I guarantee you, there's a lot of people freaking out. The sky is falling. 100%. My dad's working out there right now. They're not doing well. Yeah, have yeah. have Mikey P have him tap in and tell him what they're yeah. listen to what they're talking Some about. Some boots on the ground, yeah, yeah. So you look at the AFC West Chargers. I think they're fine. I think they're going to be just fine. Herbert's good. I don't. I don't really understand the Sherbert uh, stuff, but I mean it rhymes. It's ice cream. It's. I guess it's. I don't know. Colorful. Jalen Hurts just literally manhandled the entire defense and scored again. Oh boy, he's gonna looking hit. good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but when you look at the AFC West, the chargers, you already have tiebreaker, right? And depending on how Justin Herbert's going to pan out the next two to four weeks, that's a serious injury. It's in your rib cage area. It's cartilage around the rib cage. So it's not a fractured rib. It's just like damaged cartilage. Like there's like a shell that protects your rib cage and that's what he's hurt. And, they seem optimistic. They don't think he will miss any game time. They don't think he'll miss anything this week. Um, so they're rolling with that. Now, we've all seen the results of Vegas's games, right? They they lost to that Chargers team that, that the Chiefs just beat. 
And they lost to the Arizona Cardinals that the Chiefs beat the bricks out of. The Chiefs beat the, the Cardinals. It wasn't even close. I know there were two touchdowns in the fourth quarter by the Cardinals, but it was at one point it was like 40-7. to seven. Again, Chad Henney was in in the first game of the season. And then you look at the Denver Broncos, and man, are they sad. They are a sad team to watch play football because not only that, their head coach seems to be completely over his head. Russell Wilson looks like time has caught up to him quicker than any other quarterback I've ever witnessed play football. Maybe, no, not even Rich Gannon because he got started late. But if you remember, Russell Wilson missed basically three-fourths of the year last year and then came back, and now he's playing in a different division. He's playing in a different league. And it looks like there's a little bit of life that's been sucked out of Russell Wilson. He doesn't seem to be having the same reads. Maybe it's the new system. Maybe it's he spent too much time saying we care a lot or practicing fake high fives That's and, right. and, and doing stuff like that. I just, I really can't explain it yet, but he, he missed a wide open Javante Williams in the end zone. He tried to go for the back-to-back same play. It didn't work. He's not able to get the job done inside the red zone. There's such bad play call management and play clock management that the crowd is counting down the clocks in, in Denver. I'm not making this stuff up. It's, it's literally all happened. And a division that was supposed to be amplified, magnetized, and everything was supposed to be, you know, wheels spinning on fire. You don't know who's going to get there. It's Mad Max Fury Road all the way to the end. The Chiefs are 2-0. The Raiders are 0-2. The Denver Broncos are 1-1. And and the Chargers are 1-1. So you have a full game lead going into week three. And now you expand it outside of the AFC West. And you look at who are possible contenders everywhere else. Well, if you're looking at it from this standpoint, you've got to think that, that the Chiefs have the West pretty much in control the first two weeks of the season. They seem to be miles ahead of everybody else. You think they can pretty much control their own narrative going the rest of the way. Then you look at the rest of the AFC. The Bills look immaculate. The Bills look great. They're up 34-7. to Diggs has his third touchdown of the night. Josh Allen is cooking, rolling. They look like they're a team ready to go. Miami? I mean, Mike McDaniel said it best in his post-game conference. Two is finally done caring what people think. I'm going to give two a credit, unlike a lot of people. Two has bought himself three weeks for me. That performance was elite. That game was insane. And he let his playmakers do their job. They play Buffalo next week. Let's see how that goes out. But Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, questions, Pittsburgh, as long as Mitchapalooza is their quarterback, nothing's going to go positive in that way. I don't believe in Pickett either. You know, yeah. not at this point. No, well, I mean, and, they can't then, beat out Mitch Trubisky. And then the Bengals. The Browns suck. The Browns suck. The Bengals are lost until they can and, be found. And then the AFC South, I mean, I think all those teams are pretty garbage. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. the South is, I mean, I mean the maybe Colts Jacksonville. Were supposed to be the best team, and which, you know, we'll get into here in a bit, but the Colts a tie. Are, we don't need to get a into it. A, they suck. They got shut out by the Jags. I mean, they're... I think they're better than what they've played so far, but, I mean, come on. I don't think they trust they their coach. They look inept on offense. I just don't think they trust their coach. And and I, think I, you... think that's, I think that's the key, Dusty. I think that's the key that we keep overlooking in all these aspects when people talk about the AFC West and all this talent that flooded to the AFC West this year. But look at the coaches. Right. Andy Reid's one of the greatest coaches of all time. The Chargers have the second most talent. 
maybe the most talented roster. And they, I, I think Staley's a pretty good coach. I don't know about that. I think he's pretty good. I don't think he's great. I don't eh. think he's Hall of Fame worthy like Andy Reid is. I don't think and Staley then Josh, should even be considered and, anything. And then Josh McDaniels, he's never been able to do it without Belichick anywhere. We'll see how it plays out. Two games in, not looking that great. And Nathaniel Hackett, oh, my gosh. I mean, Oof. play some Madden, dude. Like, figure out what to do. Or just, like, maybe don't be an NFL coach. Yeah. Like, just. Or at least not a head coach. Not the guy who calls timeouts. Not the guy who tells you whether to punt or go for it on fourth and two. I mean, it's back-to-back weeks now. It's like, man, I'm, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, I've done this scenario so many times on my PlayStation. I know what to do here. I just so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, it comes down to the coaching. I just right? think, well, of course. But I think that when you when the thing that I just don't understand is that everyone thought the Chiefs were going to take a step back. Not everyone. A lot of people thought the Chiefs were taking Most a step people. back this year. A lot of people didn't think the Chiefs were going to have, you know, pieces. They thought without Tyreek Hill, the offense would take a, you know, a down slope. And that's just not the case because of what they have at head coach, what they have at quarterback. And if you look at the rest of the league, it is Buffalo and it is Kansas City, and there really is a fine gap. It feels a lot like, I guess, early season college basketball when there's just two teams that are just blowing the bricks off of everybody, and you're like, okay, at the end of the season, the final four, these two teams should be here. Well, at the end of the season, if Buffalo and Kansas City can be the one seed and the two seed, then we have a classic AFC championship match that could be possibly played um, for the first time since, what, two years ago when they played and Josh Allen lost his mind. Um, but that's where we're at. The AFC and the AFC West, it just kind of looks like as long as Buffalo does their job and as long as Kansas City does their job, everybody's going to be just fine. And that's the way it's going to go. Because there's really no contender. And I get it, we're two weeks in. We're not trying to, dr- try- trying to jump the shark with takes. But, but I mean, right now, yeah. who else jumps out at you? We just went through all the teams. I mean, I think there's Buffalo's really the only Buffalo, serious Miami, contender. Miami, and Kansas City. And I think Miami looks good. I think Miami's I think finally Miami kind of Miami figured it out. Miami looked scary last week, and they did a pretty good job against New England. Let's think, see how they play when they have to play that level of competition because we've seen the Bills and we've seen the Chiefs go at each other and we've seen them go at similar teams to where they're at right now. But it's also unfair because well Miami hasn't had this team. Right. So let's let Miami play a regular season. But again, I think it's I think it does speak volume that that Tua finally let his playmakers be playmakers. I mean, 460, six touchdowns. Yeah. It's nuts. We wrap this thing up. We talk about the Colts. We come back and get you set up for week three of the NFL season for your Kansas City Chiefs here on the Red Reaction Show on 610 Sports Radio. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Back in Red Reaction Show, final second before we wrap this thing up and get you set up for the rest of your evening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the phone calls. Gino, Batman, Big T, Dan, 
You're all sweet hats. You wicked sweet. Uh, by the way, Buffalo backdoor cover with the defense pick six. That game is completely over. It's disgusting. It's gross. 41 to seven. Um, I believe the over under was like 42 and a half. Buffalo basically covered themselves. You want a way to make some money on DraftKings? A, listen to me. I did hit two parlays this weekend and one uh, or B, take Buffalo and an advanced spread. Now, next week might be different. Maybe maybe stay away from Buffalo next week against Miami. Um, but I will say what's interesting about this game Sunday against the Chiefs and the Colts is that game opened up as a three-and-a-half-point spread for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, they were favored by three-and-a-half. Now it is six-and-a-half to seven anywhere you look at it. Yeah, the Colts, Colts look stinky. They got shut out by the Jags. Yeah. Now, if you've done research... Uh, the uh, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville in like eight years, which is weird. That's wild. It is. Yeah. Because you remember last year, wasn't it last year Carson Wentz like threw the interception in the end zone and Jacksonville beat the Colts and then Jacksonville got booted or Indianapolis got uh, booted from the uh, playoffs? Crazy. I will say I think the, I think the Colts are going to give you a better fight than you think. Yeah, it, I, they which, just got they got talent, and we were talking about it before the show. Like Jonathan Taylor had a terrible week last week, mm-hmm. and the number one guy that the Chiefs have on their defense when it comes to getting to speedy running backs and getting those guys in the flat is Willie Gay, mm-hmm. and you're going to be without him now. So and, I think you know it could be could be a JT game, could be kind of close. I just don't trust Matt. I don't Ryan. know because not like the Chiefs have done really close. good, not giving up any rushing yards. Yeah, like Austin Eckler was. Um, incognito. Um, Arizona doesn't really have a running game other than Kyler Murray. But I'm not. And the other thing about this game that I can just hear a ton of people saying is it's a trap game. It's a trap game. It's, it, I'm, I'm worried it's a trap game. Like it's a travel game. It's at noon. No way. It's essentially like a half bye week for the Chiefs. They had Friday off, they had Saturday off, and they had Sunday off. They just got back to the building today to do a light workout. Same thing tomorrow. And then Wednesday, you're right back in the mix. Right? So you've had time. You got to have a little bit of fun. You got to go to the Watson Mahomes birthday party. Got to have a weekend off. Got to do your thing. Right? So not really concerning Chiefs Colts. This isn't the Colts of, you know, the 90s. This isn't even the Colts that I expected to be the winners of the AFC South so far. Now, again, we are very early into the season, but getting shut out 24 to nothing. After tying? By Jacksonville and then tying the week before to the Houston Texans, who basically were given the game against Denver. Denver wanted them to win. They were like, please, take so did it from I, us. I, bet I took Texans money line. Well, that's how little I believe in Denver. Dan and KCK. Hi, Dusty and Nick. Are you surprised Devontae Adams got 12 yards in the game and too bad about Trey Lance? Take care. Yeah. That sucks. The whole broken ankle didn't know about it until it happened and then stood up and it was like the whole Dak Prescott thing. And then they showed it and I got all woozy about, you know, woozy in here, man. Seeing like broken <laughs> ankles. I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. Like I just don't, I don't need to see. Was there a point where you were? What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, if somebody was like, hey, did you see who broke his... Uh, 
I'd be like, what? Let me see it. And then I'd watch it and I'd be like, oh God, why? You know? Um, but Colts Chiefs Sunday at noon. Chiefs are six and a half to seven point favorites. Remember, we would take it. Hammer the Chiefs, take the alternate spread, take the Chiefs like minus 14. That'll give you like another couple of special little odds. I mean, I think the Chiefs clearly win. I think this is one of those games and one of those seasons in which you see the Chiefs a lot. Take care of the games they're going to take care of, and they're going to play, you know, aggressive and gritty in games that 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 are going to cause for that. But if you look at the schedule at the beginning of the year and you look at the schedule now, a little bit of a little bit of difference, right? Like Tampa Bay, maybe not, maybe not as good as we think. Um, San Francisco, scarier now as we as we talk about Trey Lance's. You'll get a Jimmy Garoppolo team. You um, know what you get with them, you know. Yeah, you get a little bit more of a sta- that's, that's you get more like stability slight, with Jimmy you know, G. Like. They've been good for a while with Jimmy G, and you yeah, didn't know Super Bowl and NFC Championship. Yeah, game. you didn't know what they were going to be with Trey Lance. So now at least you know, like, hey, you're going to get consistent play out of the Niners, right? And the other thing about it too is that you look at Vegas, and the one thing it seems, and to bring up Dan's uh, text, is the one thing about Vegas is that it seems that teams are figuring them out in their game plan very quickly, as if like. Josh McDaniel is not disguising anything any way, shape, or form, or it's like the first 10 or the first 12 plays, 10 to 12 plays, are are very well scripted and look very well, and then they're gone. Like, right, because they, they should have ran away with that game. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that you only hit Devontae Adams twice for 12 yards and one touchdown is, is absolutely insane. He had a one-yard catch for a touchdown, and then an 11-yard catch for a first down, and that was it. That was the entire game the best wide receiver in football had. I don't know if that ever happened with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback where an injury didn't plague that stat, but it seems that like the chiefs do a very good job of adjusting and the Raiders do a very bad job of adjusting to the adjustment. So you look at the schedule in the next four or five weeks, you got to think that that Raiders game feels a little bit more comfortable Monday night in Vegas. You got to think this Colts game feels a little bit more comfortable Sunday at noon in Indianapolis. You got to think that Tampa Bay game, you got a little bit more of a chance than maybe you thought you had at the beginning of the year. Now, Mike Evans will be back from that from his suspension. Chris Godwin will probably be healthy by then. Julio Jones, who knows? Leonard Fournette, up and down. And Tom Brady, he just looks he looks beat and he looks burnt. He looks burnt out. He looks distracted. He looks disheveled. He looks, whatever you want to look. He just looks bad. It doesn't look good for Tom. Niners, curveball, Buffalo, put your gloves on. Then you stroll into a bye week. Well, Buffalo, then the Niners, then you go into a bye week. Then by that point, you'll have Trent McDuffie back. You'll have Willie Gay back. You'll have your team ready to go moving forward. I really think the Chiefs need to be undefeated going into that Bills game. I mean, that's a 25 start on a Sunday. You know, if they want a chance at, if they want a chance at actually like getting the one seed, hosting another AFC title game, playing the Bills, hopefully you know, at home, they need that game. Like they need, because I don't see where a lot of losses are coming from the Bills. Not really. Seems like every year the Bills beat the Chiefs in the regular season and the Chiefs beat the Bills in the postseason. When it matters. That's what it's been the last two seasons. All right, prediction, Sunday. 35-10. I was going to say 37-20. 35-10 Chiefs against the Colts. Okay, Chiefs. Really? Yeah, me too. Yeah. 35-10, 35-10, let Jonathan Taylor run all he wants. Doesn't matter. I don't think he's going to. The defensive line seems like it's a new woke animal. 
Got them on my fantasy team. A little garbage time. Yeah. You know? Cool with me. Nick Price, thanks for your help. We'll do it again next Monday. Dusty Leggins with you. Red Reaction Show. Again, it's not our show. It's yours. Take care, Kansas City. Go do something nice for somebody. The world could use it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.